previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. But if you could squirt one condiment out of your finger, what would it be? <laughs> if I could squirt one condiment out of my finger, it would be shug, which is a North African hot pepper paste. Oh. What? But, you know, we could also just, we could go with just hot sauce in general. But if you ever find yourself in trouble, like someone's trying to rob you or something, you can just squirt them in the eyes with hot sauce and that'll... <laughs> take them down real easy. That's actually a great... (laughs) That's an awesome answer. That's a great answer, actually, for that (laughs) one reason only. You guys do live in New York City. Like Spider-Man. Just see hot sauce squirting everywhere. (laughs) Welcome back to the Lloyd Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hi, Littles. <gasps> Simon! He's back. And he's in the house. Yeah, he's definitely in the house. I am literally He's in not the in the house. closet. He's not in the closet. He's literally like a, a foot. Yeah. We're, not, we're not doing very good social distancing He is with us, here. Littles, at Cool Aunt Claire's table. Yes. So, Simon, mm. have you ever thought about what kind of condiment you could ever squirt out of your finger? Condiment? Yes. That I could squirt out of my yes. finger? <laughs> As we just heard I, in the open. Most days, actually, think about it. Yeah, today I was like, I'd want chipotle mayonnaise. Ooh. Oh. But is that your all-time? No. I you, one, one, one condiment for the rest of your life. So it's not one per finger, it's just... No, not one per <laughs> finger. And this is the index finger we're talking about? Um, sure. Sh- uh, whichever po- one I think, gives you the most power? Well, but I also think to be appropriate to the TK show, it should be the middle finger. Yeah. Wow, you're right, you're right. It's the yeah. middle finger. <sighs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's ketchup. I think. Ketchup. It's got to yeah. be ketchup. Okay. It's got to be ketchup. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you got, Roxy? Because we I mean, didn't really do this. Last I'm liking episode. the hot sauce because that will really well, disarm an enemy. Our, our last meet the get littles guest said hot sauce. Yeah. Ooh. And because she was thinking like, because then you could also use it as like a. It's like pepper spray. It's like pepper but spray. But like <laughs> probably like they can't tell you it's illegal to carry condiment. Right in your finger. No, like, no, exactly. There's no law the, against right. having a finger that fires hot sauce. Right. Yeah, so that would really seriously disarm an intruder, like a perpetrator, a... a laboratory. A laboratory. We've gone way off on this tangent <laughs> yeah. because we have some big congratulations out there to do. Congratulations, Tiny Chuck, on the birth of his daughter, Sophia. Is that is Sophia? That? Sophia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, She's uh, the tiniest little or the name. tiniest Chuck. But... Now, she's born so sweet. 2 2 at 9 36 p.m. So, if you had that in the pool, 9 36 p.m. on, on February, February 2nd. 2nd. Uh, one person that didn't, we heard from Bobby Gottfried, episode 12. Congrats, Tiny Chuck. I'm hoping for Friday. I think we all kind of were. Because, mm-hmm. Simon, that would have been 2 3 2 3. Right. 2 3 2 3. Yeah. Or 3 2 2 3. That would be March 2nd. Oh, no, you do it backwards. No, wait. Oh. Or Brit, you do it backwards. You do the year Uh, first. Right, right. Sorry. But that Mm -hmm. still would have been exciting because that would have made it a palindrome, right? Uh Yeah. Yeah. Bobby says he was hoping for Friday as that's the day his masculine child will turn five. He also got to witness a championship as an infant that he doesn't remember. So we were also talking about now, Chuck, the first game he's going to watch with his daughter is the Super Bowl, is the Super Bowl, wow. which his Kansas City chefs are in. Yeah. Oh, so and my Bengals are out. Yes, your Bengals are mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I wasn't going to bring that up, but, <laughs> you know, I, I, I knew that. the worst way to lose a game. Yeah. All right. So next we have some tiny little suggestions. We want to do these because we also want to acknowledge that we have just started Black History Month. Yes. Okay. Now, there are some really cool things about this. Uh, baseballhall.org. There are some really cool th- items that they have in their shop mm-hmm. that I would highly recommend you go look at. 
and maybe purchase. But the other big thing is, I think we did this two years ago and we did our Groundhog's Day episode, mm-hmm. but we went MLB.com, okay? And they have this new animated series. I'd never heard of it before, but it's a new animated series. It's called Undeniable, and it's MLB's first animated series. Ooh. It tells unique short stories narrated by Negro Leagues Baseball Museum president Bob Kendrick from the historic era of Negro Leagues. The MLB original series is just one of several initiatives by Major League Baseball to celebrate Black History Month. The series will be featured on YouTube Kids and MLB's official YouTube page. It will also be available at MLB.com backslash originals and the MLB app. The first part of the series released on National Girls and Women in Sports Day is fittingly titled Women in the Negro Leagues. It highlights the legendary careers of three women, Tony Stone, Connie Morgan, and Mammy Peanut Johnson, who played professional baseball. Wow. Now, I didn't... I didn't know that. This is going to be so great. That's so so interesting. Educating. Yeah. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So definitely go check that out. We'll put that in the show notes. And uh, did we all survive Groundhog's Day? Oh, I said Groundhog's Day. It's Groundhog Day, I think is what we settled on. I still don't know. What do you... We we were here two years ago. You were on that. It's Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even the movie is Groundhog Day. Yes, right. That's what... Yeah, exactly. So... If Bill Murray doesn't know, then who does? No. (laughs) 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 Now, Roxy had some issue with... What's his name? Puxatani Phil. I'm not even going to try and say that. Uh, Roxy had some issue because he did Uh, see his shadow and ran back in the hole. So what did you do? You woke up and you tell me you went to where? I went to Staten Island Chuck. Now that's where you should be going to begin (laughs) with, right? Yeah. And Staten Island Chuck did not see his shadow. So winter will end in four weeks, not six weeks. So eat it, Phil, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now why are you saying this? You have stats to back this up, right, I have stats to back this up. Oh, okay. Yeah. According to the Staten Island Zoo, Chuck has had an impressive accuracy rate of 80% since first taking on the role in 1981. He has made an incorrect prediction only once since 2010. Phil, on the other hand, has made far more incorrect predictions. The groundhog who has been issuing his predictions since 1887 from Gobbler's Knob in western Pennsylvania has an overall accuracy rate of between 35% and 41% based on different data sources. But the rate increases to 50% when focusing just on the last 10 years. Okay, but 80% versus 50%. Come on, you're going to go with the 80%. Uh, look, you're not getting an argument from me. I told you you should be going with a chuck to begin with. The right. Stats don't lie. Right. None well, and then s- there were multiple other woodchucks around. Woodchucks? Groundhogs. Gr- <laughs> <laughs> what animal are we talking about? <laughs> Groundhogs. And which one has the best percentage then? Well, this article only talked about the difference between Staten Island Chuck and Punxsutawney right. Phil. But they also said that Illinois' Woodstock Willie... And Georgia's General Beauregard Lee favor favor Staten Island Chuck, signaling that warm weather months are just four weeks away. But Ohio's Buckeye Chuck, on the other hand, predicts six more weeks of winter. So screw him too. Screw him. All right, there's a Chuck we don't need to be on board with. Yeah. But what was that other one? Illinois' Woodstock Willie and Georgia's General Beauregard Lee. Okay, that's a new one because. Full disclosure, we just re-released an episode from two years ago when we did an episode on Groundhog Day. Yes. And those names came up because that was one of my list. I had all these other options for mm-hmm. us to go to. Mm-hmm. And that, that I don't think that one was on the no, list. No, I don't think I like so either. Name. I'm still going with Staten Island Chuck. Well, I Absolutely. just want to give me the numbers. Find the numbers for the other ones. Okay. And, uh, I'll go from that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Exactly. All yeah. right. Okay. All right. Now we have some cleanup on Isle Chuck. We heard from Claire Natola, episode one. Simon. 
I'm going to say no. Max mm. Dugan Returns. Ever seen that movie? Remember that movie? I'm also going to say no. Yeah. It was yeah. from like 1983, <laughs> I think it uh-huh. came out. But I was trying to remember who it was. Jason Robards starred in it. Mm-hmm. And it was Matthew Broderick. So Claire Natola wrote, Matthew Broderick equals Michael McPhee in Max Dugan Returns. She says it also stars Marsha Mason, Donald Sutherland, and it was Kiefer Sutherland's debut. Well, oh. That I forgot. Mm. Now, Jason Robards, like I said, starred in it. He was married to Lauren Bacall. Mm -hmm. We actually played softball. You've probably played against their son. Didn't even know it, Simon. Sammy Robards. Yeah. Yeah, I think I struck him out a couple times. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, But anyway, then, this isn't really clean up on Isle Chuck, but this was, um, we heard from Todd Decay, episode 115. He says, Google bluegrass conspiracy. Cocaine bear is a tangent of that. Now, Simon, have you seen the ads for this new movie, Cocaine yeah. Bear? I mean, that's wild. I love it. All I right, want to well, be in the pitch room for that. So you know? <laughs> okay, here it is, guys. It's a bear that takes cocaine. It's sold. All right. Well, this is based on a true story. Now, the bluegrass conspiracy, I Googled it, and it, something came up by Sally Denton. It says, description, when Kentucky blue blood Drew Thornton parachuted to his death in September 1985, carrying thousands in cash and 150 pounds of cocaine, the gruesome end of this startling life blew open a scandal that reached to the most secret circles of the U.S. government. Okay, now, I don't know much else about that. I don't know. 150 pounds of cocaine. No wonder he parachuted to his death. Right. Like he was Cause it's heavy. coked out of his mind. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, yeah. I just, I agree with you. I want to be in the pitch room for that. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's amazing. Like, hey, I found this new story we could do a movie about. And I don't know. Like I said, I thought it was a joke when yeah. I saw the ad during so the football I. games. I thought they were going to like run to the top of the tree with Sam Adams or Budweiser and be like, oh, thank goodness we had this with us because we're going to be up here for a while because this cocaine bear is going out of its mind. So. Okay, and then lastly, before we get to our Meet the Littles guests, we have news from needtoknowfacts.com. We've done this a couple times. Okay. Uh, now, I'm doing this one specifically because Simon's with us. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of something called foreign accent syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I feel It sounds familiar. It is a rare side effect that causes people to speak their native language in a foreign accent. That's right. Yes, yes. An example of this would be an American person speaking English with a French accent. Foreign Accent Syndrome, also known as FAS, is a possible side effect of a head injury, stroke, or anything else that causes serious brain damage. It was originally thought of as a made-up symptom of a brain injury, but research has concluded that it is real and points towards serious brain trauma. Okay, yeah, so note to all you littles out there, if you happen to catch yourself or someone you know having this syndrome, like randomly just starting to talk in another accent get them checked out get yourself checked out okay but this what happens important. because they didn't remember they hit their head clearly so clearly yeah yeah but what happens if you just start watching too much i'm gonna use this tie it all together ted lasso and <laughs> you just start speaking in a british accent okay because that kind of happened good. to me i know simon almost puked over here it was terrible <laughs> But no, so we finished Ted Lasso. Yeah. As much as it's, we finished both seasons. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Ted Lasso yet, Simon? I'm sorry. I, I thought this podcast was being done in February of 2023. <laughs> you guys have just finished watching. <laughs> we, Ted Lasso. Did. we did. We did. Yeah. Wow. Well, so we finally got it. Apple TV, so yeah. we watched yeah. well, it. Well, welcome. <laughs> you too. Yeah. Of course, right. I've seen it. It's brilliant. I like right. it a, a real, lot. Real good, great show. I yeah. don't know if I'd say brilliant. I but like yes, it a it's lot. Good, it's, it. The characters are very endearing. I was not happy with one of the characters at the end well, of, of, say, of season two. Well, all of season two. He was really getting on my nerves. So, but, but I will say also though, it was not a very big cliffhanger. 
So no, speak. you knew because, it was like, coming. No, it's just a, yeah, it's just but a feel-good show. I love yeah. it. That's all, there's nothing... I love it. Know. So yeah. when is season three's happening, supposedly? I suppose, yeah. Hopefully. But that one girl with the thick... Bri- she kind of got on I love bit. her. She's like, it's too She's much. She's so fierce. It was too much. Which... They, the one that sleeps with all the players. Keely. Oh, Keely. right. Yeah. I mean, that is an actual accent. That's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are. I also like a how lot they, of England talks like that. So. I know. I've been. There. I like it's how like, they to get people's attention. They go, "Oi, <laughs> oi." I like it. Do you ever do that? Uh, it's a little bit rude. <laughs> is it? That. Yeah. Oh, I like how they do it. It's fun. Yeah, it's definitely rude to just say "oi" to someone. <laughs> I'd be like, "Excuse me, <laughs> what?" You know. So, I guess so you're not from that. the same area, <laughs> same neighborhood. Well, I was going to say that's depends same on what area, part of England, right? Yeah. As far as how thick it is, and uh, yeah, different I mean, accents, right? I, 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 it was Thank so long ago that I watched Ted Lasso that I can't remember. <laughs> Isn't she just an Essex girl, which is actually where I'm from? Oh, so, I don't uh, know. Yeah, but but then that. England has class and stuff, so there's different, you know. Right. Like, I, I am from Essex, but I don't speak like that. So. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. All right, you two. Well, listen, we got to get to our Meet the Littles guest. Now, Littles, I'm going right out on a limb net right now and saying it. This is the closest I think Chuck has ever had to having a bromance with the Meet the Littles <laughs> guest. I'm just going out there right now. I'm just getting it out there. So when it happens, I don't get all these emails about it. I mean, you can still email us about it, but it... It happened. All right. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the W. Hey, that's me. WTFC Podcast Network. being played in this episode by a group called the trespassers and this song is called long gone now if you like what you hear the best place to find all their stuff is over on itunes Bandcamp, reverberation any of those spots and just search the trespassers and as always we will play the full song long gone at the end of the podcast is on my feet but i ain't got you All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy. Chuck. We're going to have a little fun with this one. Okay. Please welcome to the podcast, everyone, Tyler Brain. Just like in your head, right? (laughs) Yes, just like in your head. All right. That's what he said to us. Welcome to the podcast, Tyler. How's it going? Pretty good. I'm glad to be here with y'all. Did I just go podcast? You I did. did. I did. That's okay. We're in rare oh, your form voice today. We're... Fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to do something a little different here, Roxy. Okay. Okay. I've said this, I think, before on the podcast where sometimes the guests fill out the form. Sometimes they don't. Uh-huh. Tyler did an excellent job. A plus. In... It's all typed. Okay. So it's nice. A lot of times it's chicken scratch, which is fine. Yep. It's totally yep. fine. Yep. But he typed it all out. But a lot of times Roxy does not Oh, I don't see that. She them. doesn't see it. She doesn't. It's not that you don't want to see it. It's just it's kind of like a formality thing. No, and I like to have a bury the lead moment constantly. Yeah. 
so I don't look at the forms. And for being honest, Tyler, I mean, most people don't really fill it out. I yeah. mean, a lot of times they do, but a lot of most times they don't. And they're mm-hmm. just they'll sign it and they'll kind of give us one word answers. And, and most times it's like, yeah, so let's talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fine. Right. It's, it's OK. But you actually gave some things and then we were about to start and you sort of kind of gave it you, you gave her a hint. And I was like, now, don't give it away. Now, what did you say? You had something going on last night? We had basketball on campus last night. Basketball on campus last night. Right. So Roxy and I said, oh, you're give, you, you gave her a clue. So Roxy guessed. You're a coach? She's, she's guessing you're a coach, okay? I am not a coach. Oh, Roxy. You're a teacher. Well, you only get one Professor. Guess. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's Doctor. Let, we're going to let Tyler tell us. All right, Tyler, tell, introduce yourself to the Loyal Littles out there. Uh, my name is Tyler Brain. Like in your head it is not Brian. Um, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I don't know if we do pet peeves on the show, but um, sure. my official adult title is I'm the director of strategic communication at Sanford University in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, Roxy needs to buy a vowel now because we have no idea what that means. <laughs> so I think um, in the old school days, they call them sports information directors. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm basically the football, the women's basketball and softball team's PR person. Pretty cool, right? Okay, I was close. <laughs> I knew you had something to do with sports. Well, <laughs> good for you, Rob. <laughs> Thank you. I'm taking we'll, it as a win. <laughs> we'll give her a half point for that. Uh, I'll give her a half point. Uh, okay, so, you know, he put on the forum the, the one unique thing is that you work in college athletics. But let's go back. Where did you grow up and where did you go to school and all that kind of stuff? Let's start all the way. Became, my dad is originally from Pittsburgh and my mom's originally from Houston. And I grew up in a small little town in North Alabama called Decatur which is about an hour and a half north of Birmingham, mm-hmm. played all the sports I could play, ended up playing um, high school football, high school hockey in North Alabama. Wow. And then I did four and a half wonderful years at a little school called Mississippi State University. And then that's how I kind of got into the sports communications field. And then I spent four years in Miami at Florida International University. And now I've been here back in the great state of Alabama for about eight months now. Right. So when you went to Florida, though, that was for work, though, right? That wasn't like grad school yes. or anything. Okay. Yes, so what was your Florida. degree in, actually? Is this something you always wanted to do? I always knew I wanted to do something in sports, but I was one of those kids that got told my high school football team lost, senior year in the playoffs, that I wasn't going to move on to the next level. So I actually wanted to be a sportscaster, and okay. I wanted to be Tony Kornheiser when I grew up. Yeah. So um, I started out at Mississippi State. You have communication majors, and then under that you have your emphasis or – I don't remember what they're called, but they were basically emphasis. So I started out as a broadcasting major. State's communications department hadn't been updated to digital yet, so we still had to do like tape-to-tape recordings. And I saw myself on camera one day. I was like, eh, this red hair isn't going to make it anywhere on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. So, just, he's on News Channel 12 right now in our oh yeah. studio. It's, 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 it's everywhere. It's frightening. No, so I, I got into the PR thing at State, and I had four and a half wonderful years there, and actually – I said this in my forum, but one of my jobs at state was I was there when we were number one in the country in 2014. And one of my jobs was taking Dak Prescott, who is now quarterback, obviously for the Cowboys, from the locker room to the press conference after the game. So that was cool. And that's how I kind of got started in this field. Now, you put that on the form. Now, were you like security? Is that how that works? Kind of. But it was more like just escorting him there. Make Uh sure he got there. Because the head SID at State, Bill Martin, who's now at Tennessee, he would take Dan Mullen up first so he can answer the press questions. And then he'd leave me and a couple other interns down in the locker room to take the players up when they were good and dressed and ready to go. Now, what was that like? Did you know he was going to be the real deal then? 
Yes and no. I love how a lot of our listeners just cringed a little bit uh, because they're like, "Is he really the real deal?" I mean, but I, you know, he's a he's a professional for the Dallas Cowboys. Right? You know, come on. Let's put it this way: he was the biggest thing on campus at the time. Sure. Yeah. And I had close, intimate—not I'm not gonna say intimate—that's the wrong word—but we had talked in elevators on the way to the press conference. So at the time, Dak couldn't go to the student union at all. He couldn't go anywhere on campus because he'd just be swarmed. Yeah. Okay. Because he was the biggest name on campus. Right. He was the biggest in town so we all knew he was good but nobody would ever guess starting quarterback for the cowboys and this that and the other and the million dollar contract he signed so yeah. it was kind of back and forth not now, back and forth, but wishy-washy yeah. yeah now okay i'm gonna say as the kids say these days spill the tea was he nice was he was Wait, his ego huge did you say spill the tea spill the tea <laughs> there you go <laughs> Could you at least do it in a British accent? Spill the tea. I mean, just a what? spot. I've never heard was that. he nice? I don't think I've ever heard or, that expression. All right, you know, ahead. did he know he was good and he had kind of a cocky attitude? Did he treat you well? Like, what what was he like? I'll be diplomatic and say he knew who he was, uh-huh. but he always took time to talk to people. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Let's now, why that. would you want to be diplomatic on the Loyal Littles podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're here to get to the, the... We want all the tea. We want, we want the dirt. We no. want all the tea. That's what they say. That's okay. what the all kids right. say these days. All right. <laughs> no, that's great. No, that's okay. He's got to protect his job. I yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. great that he took the time to, you know, acknowledge people yeah. and he wasn't... Because, you know, you hear all these stories of people that, you know, they're so talented at what they do, but they just cannot connect with others right. well. But I also thought about that. I never understood. Well, I just never even thought about it because I went to a small Division three. We mm-hmm. had a Division one soccer team at the time, but no big deal. Mm-hmm. Where, like, he had to order his food in. He couldn't go to, like, get... The athletes had their own kind of cafeteria in the athletic campus. Oh. So yeah, the if school, he, yeah. he ate there a lot. But if, like, he was on main campus uh-huh. in between classes or something, yeah, he could go stay in line for Chick-fil-A. But, you know, all the sorority girls are going to chase him around yeah, the building. Yeah, sure. Type thing. So, and he's got to focus on the game. Right. We had to beat LSU or, you know, we never beat Alabama, but, you know, Auburn, whoever we played that mm-hmm. week. So Sure. All right. And so then you went to Florida and then you came back up to Alabama, you said, right? Yes. All right. So what's the current job now like? Amazing. To be completely honest with you. It's, you know, we work, I think I said this when you all DM me, but I don't work normal hours. Mm-hmm. I call it nine to five plus because, yeah, you have to do the nine to five hour stuff, but then you're at the games and everything mm-hmm. else. So it's chaotic, but rewarding at the same time. It also helps out we're winning in literally everything right now, too. So that goes a long way. Oh, good. Now, you said this earlier in, about high school. Now, your high school had a hockey team or you just played in high school? Yes. So believe it or not, hockey is really big at Huntsville because UAH for the longest time had the only D1 hockey program south of the Mason-Dixon line. So we were about 20 minutes outside of Huntsville and like all the Huntsville schools had hockey teams or I guess they were technically club teams. And then they threw just like a bunch of misfits together. If you lived around the area, that's how my team came together. Oh, cool. So it is pretty big down there, but not the whole state or anything. Right. It's decently big in Huntsville and kind of big in Birmingham, but everywhere else, you know, the only eyes is in their drinks when they order at a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now Tyler, you moved around a little bit. So this will be interesting. Why don't we go into your sports fandom? What's your favorite sport, favorite team? Is it hockey? Yes. Okay. okay. I'm the rare Sorry. Southerner who picks uh, hockey over football. <laughs> that's that's so, interesting um, in itself. Okay. I yeah. Think that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. And do you work with hockey now? No. Unfortunately, Sanford does not have a hockey team. Ah. But I think we have pretty much everything else mm-hmm. of right. the normal sports, I guess. 
right. you could say. But Alabama doesn't have any professional teams. So tell us no. what's, what's your favorite professional teams and stuff. So as I alluded to earlier, my dad's from Pittsburgh and my mom's from Houston. So I'm a very strange mix of Penguins, Astros, Texans. And I call myself a Fairweather Rockets fan, but I didn't really, you know, grow up watching basketball. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of that, if we want to do a little Premier League talk, I'm a Brighton fan because I like the Seagull logo. I was going to try to have a comment for that, but I'm like, I have none. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer's not our thing. I'm like, if we have to talk about oh, it, I guess. It's not my either. I just got in there for anybody else yeah sure now why don't we go real quick then into your uh fandom like of tony kornheiser how did you become a little and all that stuff uh just like any other millennial little you know i started on pti and then i think before podcasts got big about 10 15 years ago we'd always do family trips to houston to see the family mm-hmm. so we all load up in the car you know 12 hours and go from decatur to, to houston and I always try to find something to listen to instead of you know dad's music <laughs> <laughs> you think you're always cooler than your dad's music. So I, Absolutely. you know, Googled Tony Kornheiser because I was PTI and I wouldn't watch PTI for a whole week. And I could just, so I could rack up on those. And then I found the podcast or I guess it was the radio show at that point. Mm-hmm. And then I started listening to those and it really took off in college because I used to listen, live stream the uh, radio show while walking around campus ah. in between classes. And then when he finally went the podcast, it kind of made it easier to listen. So I've always been a fan as long as I can remember. Nice. You know, can we go back for a second? Do we think, I I don't know why this thought just occurred to me, but do we think that's our generation's, well, I don't even know how old you are, but our generation's, I used to walk to school uphill in snow for three miles. (laughs) The, I used to have to listen to what my dad listened to in the car. Because we didn't have Walkman and CD players and things like that. Like, we had no choice. Mm -hmm. There's a certain generation that does that. Now, I think our generation thing is more like, do you remember when you had to burn CDs to the computer and then put them on your MP3 player before you could afford to have iPods? Yep. Right. Yep. And you you had track one, track two, track three, track 15. Mm Mm-hmm it off the different albums and you could kind of figure out where your head was musically just based off, you know, what track number you were on. Yeah. So that, I think that's my generation before, you know, Spotify became a thing or Apple music or whatever else. Yep. So you weren't really, I guess LimeWire too. You were talking about your dad listening in the car. So that didn't, I mean, you had your own headsets, right? You could have just popped in whatever you want. Yes. Yeah. And that's how I kind of ended up with the Tony Kornheiser show. Awesome. All right. See, I didn't have that ability. That's, I think that's going to be my new, because I obviously didn't have to walk to school in the snow five miles uphill. Right. You know, right. Back in my day. But what I both did. Both ways uphill. Both ways. <laughs> I did have to go and listen to my father's eight tracks uh-huh. of Engelbert Humperdinck yep. and, you know, all yeah. Conway Twitty and all these, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I remember when we got Walkman. That was life changing. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. But they never really worked well. And then you had to sit there and wait for them to rewind and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Well, I remember my parents were on the first adapters of satellite radio 15 years ago. So instead of listening to just regular terrestrial radio, my dad grew up in the 80s, obviously. And so he was into all the hair bands and they have a station on there called Hair Nation. That's all we listened to when he got the radio. He Ah. literally got the radio so he could listen to his music. Yep. Now, when you say hair, I'm sure. Do we mean like Cinderella? Yep. Cinderella, Bon Jovi, Molly Crew, Def Leppard, those kind of guys. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. You like I pulled that Cinderella one out, huh? There you go. There's a couple <laughs> more I'm thinking. Out. I just can't think of their names. But Cinderella would not have been first one off the top of my head. No. <laughs> well, I was thinking Bon Jovi too, but I was like, but that wasn't really of hair. Yeah, yeah, it was. I guess so. 
All right. Well, listen, we have much more to get into. We have a, a really, I want to talk about this internship you did, okay. but we're going to do that when we come back. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Ross. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we're lucky enough to have Tyler Brain with us, not Brian. Right. Brain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was funny, Roxy, we were just talking off air and as we take a break. We take a break, as we always say. And we were trying to remember how we got connected. And you had said that you tagged us in a post on Twitter and I, yes. I completely forgot about it. But then you started going into that. Tell that story because it was about bathrobes, right? Which we know we can't yes. talk about on Facebook. So let's talk about it here. <laughs> so um, anytime I'm in a hotel room for work or, you know, Whatever else, I always do two things. I always go in, I turn the AC down to as low as it can go. I'll check if there's any bathrooms. Obviously, I'm not high enough, like Steve Sands, to live or get hotel rooms with heated seats, but I check if we have bathrooms or not. So we're in the Sanford Marcom office, marketing communications office. We're about 23 to 35, and we all just say outrageous things all the time. So I had the genius idea about two weeks ago of coming up with an out-of-context quote Twitter for the office. And uh, we were on a basketball trip last week at Mercer, which is in Macon, Georgia. And me and our content guy, Parker Freeman, got to the hotel room. And I walked in, and I always turned down the AC, and I looked in the closet thing in the hotel room. I said, oh, this is a no bathrobe situation. And he goes, oh, that's getting tweeted. So he tweets that off the no context. I quote tweeted, I tagged y'all, and that's how we got connected. All right, I'm going to tell a little story. It'll be brief. We're almost identical, sir, first of all, as far as when you like get to the hotel, because I just got back from the road, which drives Roxy crazy, obviously, because she freezes. But Mm -hmm. I always that's for okay. Then the first thing that now goes into my suitcase, my bathrobe. Yeah, because I don't trust it. I don't trust. And I have to have a bathrobe situation. He does. Back in the day. What I would do is I would wrap the VCR in the robe (laughs) to protect it, Mm -hmm. because, of course, I have to check it on the flight. Right. And I would do that. I would put it in a bag and then I would wrap that in the bathrobe and that would protect it in the suitcase. And then I would put that in the middle of the suitcase surrounded by clothes, kind of like, you know. Yeah, padding. Padding, yeah. But this way I always have my bathrobe, still to this day. Yep. Now I think what I wrap in it is the Brita or or actually, no, you know what it is now. coffee maker? No. You know what it is? I now wrap in my bathroom oh, right. the mixer for the podcast. Yes. There you go. You gotta, you gotta so, we can, the goods. so we can podcast on the road. Yeah. It's so funny. And then I also put one of my little portable Bluetooth speakers in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. TMI. Sorry, littles. All right. Tyler, what we need to, I want to get into this because now you said hockey's your favorite sport. Now, this must yes. have been a dream for you, right? I mean, you yes. put on the, the uh, form here that I was public relations intern for the Penguins when they won the cup in 2016. Now, wow. what was that like? It was amazing, honestly. Uh, obviously, I grew up watching the Penguins. I think well, one of my first memories was when Yarmie Yager got traded in the early 2000s. And that, as a, you know, a six, seven-year-old kid, devastated me. So I always grew up watching the Penguins. Penguins were always my favorite team. And I did well enough in my internship at Mississippi State where I just kind of blindly threw in a resume to them. And it was the first time I did it was summer 15. And like they, I went through the whole interview process and like, oh, come back next summer and do it again. So I reapplied in summer 16. And at that point, Penguins hadn't turned into like the Penguins yet. So I ended up getting the job and doing all this miraculous run and ended up winning the cup. Now, tie this back to the TK show. This is when, you know, the Rock the Red thing was happening with the Capitals. And mm. my first series 
working with the Penguins was the Penguins Capital Series that year. So it was fun to be at the games and then listen to TK the next day, you know, complain sure. about Ovechkin or the Capitals or whatever. So that was interesting. Well, they got us back two years later, so that was a whole other thing. <laughs> but no, I met Crosby. I met Malkin. Matt Murray, who now plays for the Leafs, we're about the same age. He was a starting goaltender then for the Penguins. I kind of did the same thing with him for a Stanley Cup media day as an intern, just kind of escorting around. Well, me and the other intern, Trey Cochran, we got pizza delivered to us because we weren't important enough to eat with the big wig meaty people. Mm-hmm. And then Matt Murray got a whiff or heard us talking about pizza. He's like, well, I don't want to talk to people anymore. I want to go eat pizza with y'all. <laughs> we attempted to sneak him a pizza pizza. I don't know if, I don't remember if it worked or not, but it was amazing. They won the cup. And it was also really cool. I'm a golf guy too. The U.S. Open was held at Oakmont the same year. Oh, which is outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah. So they won, I think the Pens won the cup on Sunday and the next weekend was the US Open. So it, it was really cool to be in the room when they won the cup and everything else, stuff like that. Wow. Nice. Now that must be up there. Now I might want you to just lie to me, but I'm going to ask you this okay. question anyway. But the real question is, did you get to drink out of the cup? I did not. They're actually a little insider baseball here. They're very particular about who even touches the cup, yeah. much less drinks out of it. Really? <laughs> yes. Because every time I see it, it's being damaged or thrown around or well, like on this episode of this or something, or they bring it to some well, game. What the players can do whatever they want with it. But, mm-hmm. you know, the lonely PR interns in the organization, we got to spend five good minutes with it one day at a, at a dinner party. So uh, I got to touch it. I got a couple photos with it cool. and it, it's one of those things you never know when you're going to see again. Yeah. Of course, you can go see it in Toronto if you're ever up that way at the Hall of Fame. But to be with it just for those five minutes is, was really cool. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm going to praise Roxy for not doing a that's what she said joke that that moment <laughs> about you touching it. But uh, my question, I mean, these lonely interns that have to work all these extra hours for pretty much no pay, probably. Yeah. You were never just around and it was just there. And you're like, you know, that's what I would like after like no one else is around. So there's the cup. Let's drink out of it. Not with the cup. Now, right. the conference final tr- that they give out when they uh, win the conference championships, that was kind of around a little bit more. But obviously, that th- that's not a cup, so you can't drink yeah. out of that. Yeah. All right. I don't know. We have to alter that story uh. for, your next, for your next interview, whoever that's with, because that could be a fun story. All right. Well, Tyler, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing those stories. Now, you know we can't let you get away without some fun, dumb questions, right? Bring All right. On. Here we go. Now, full disclosure, little... I'm just going to go there. You told us you were like practicing and beefing up a little bit for these. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Now, the, the problem is, though, as we also already discussed, he doesn't know which ones we're going to ask him. So let's see if we can find ones we haven't asked in like a year, Roxy. Oh, gosh. No, just kidding. Ooh. All right. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, let's go basic. My mother always told me before going to school, Try your hearts and do your best. And that's all we can ask for from you. Yeah. Oh. That's a good, that's great. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Mama brain, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What fictional character do you wish you could meet? Ooh. Could I have a beer with Ted Mosby? <gasps> sure. Yes. Actually, Roxy's met him. I have. I went to Orange Theory I mean, Fitness Mosby, with but... him once. <laughs> well, wait. Tell the full story, Roxy. She didn't even know it was him. No, I didn't. She's so... running next to him on the treadmill. She yeah, had yeah. no idea. Yeah. So I, you know, a friend invited me. She was one of the teachers or the coaches for the class. So I, she, I went. She showed me the ropes. What we were gonna do, and this guy was 
working out, running, rowing, and lifting next to me. And it wasn't until after class when we go to like wipe down our stations that we worked at, I happened to look over and he was wiping down not just his rowing machine, but my rowing machine too. And I thought that was so nice. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, who is this guy? He looks so familiar. And at first I was like, Jimmy Fallon? No, not Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I can see that though. No, yeah, a little bit. And then I was like, oh my God, that's Ted Mosby. I've been working out next to Ted Mosby this whole time. What? And yeah, I think I said hi or I think I said thank you. And he was, you know, yeah, no problem. And that was it. I, I didn't have the guts to say suit up. Yeah, right. There you but go. I figured if I ever went again and he was there, then I would have. Okay. Speaking of. Yeah. Why not Barney? Like, why don't you want to have a beer with Barney? Well, if Ted's at McLaren's, Barney's going to be there somewhere too. Right. So Probably. Okay. Right. Okay. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Now, speaking of How I Met Your Mother, though. Are you a fan of How I Met Your Father? Are you watching that by any chance? You know, my last roommate in Miami, him and his fiance, now wife, were watching it in the living room a couple times. I never sat down long enough to watch it because I didn't want it. I heard the reviews weren't good online. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So that kind of kind of scared me away from it. <laughs> yeah. So I have not watched it. Yeah. Roxy likes it. it. I buy into it. I think it's cute. Season two just dropped yep. recently. Mm-hmm. We're starting it and stuff like that. But I just, I wasn't really. I'm also, I'm a Hillary Duff fan. So. Yeah, see, I'm not. And I loved the original so yeah, much. Yeah, right. Especially right. the first four. Now, I'm the first one that will comment and say, look, it just, there was four seasons in there that just didn't need to be there. Right. They should have ended at like season four or five. Mm-hmm. The first three. Three or four seasons were so good. And then I liked the last season. I do like how they tied it up until yep. the finale. Oh, uh, I don't like my problem was with the last season. I don't like how it was all over the weekend at Barney's wedding. Uh, oh, yeah. It took forever. It took forever. Right. Right. I got you. Right. There. But I meant with the how you're how introducing I'm... the actual mother. Right. And, yeah. Like, that's fine. Yeah. 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 That's what I meant as far as like tying it all together that way. Mm-hmm. But yes. Oh, my gosh. That wedding weekend was like. Nine the episodes. The longest wedding ever. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> the longest wedding ever. Tyler, we could totally hang. This is great. We're coming to Birmingham. Is that where you are? Come on. Yeah, sure. Yep. All right, Roxy, you got another one? What do you think is the greatest invention of all time? Uh, Because my work is so heavily influenced by social media, let's go to the internet. All right. Okay. That's great. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. If you could live in a TV home, what would it be? Ooh. Does the White House and the West Wing count? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. That's a great either, answer. Well, that's one of my TV obsessions. And my, I think my second answer, if I'm allowed to have a second answer, is... No, we're um, moving on. We're moving on. No, <laughs> just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Jamestown Base and the show for all mankind on Apple TV. All right. Now, wait. What, say that again? Because we just got Apple TV, so... If there's a show on there called For All Mankind... Okay. Any good? It's on... Um, yes. I think it's one of the best things on television... But I'm also biased. It's an alternate history show about what would happen in the world if the Russians got to the moon first. Oh. Okay, Roxy's face, though, because we have so much we watch now. I know. She's like, we're not adding another one. I might. I might (laughs) check it out. No, because we only have, you know, we have this little, I just bought a new laptop about a month ago, so we have this, like, three-month trial of Apple TV. Yeah, so we kind of have to stock up on the Apple TV while we got it. It's worth watching. Okay. I don't know, Roxy. I'm lucky enough we might, I might want to extend a couple months. See, I don't know how the plans are like. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm fine with that. We'll see. All right, Roxy, let's uh, finish up with some rapid fire. All right. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Let's end Wait. there. We're ending. That's it. You, That's just, it. you should have seen Chuck's face oh right now. Oh my God. Now. We're ending right there. Eat it. Eat it. 
All who, you who Coke lovers. I don't remember. All the Coke lovers. Dina Damascus, she like busted my balls about that. <laughs> oh. uh, who else? There were a ton. Eat it. That goes back to the southern, southern loving hockey too. Like, mm. uh, you know, I grew up in Coke country and I, I love a good Pepsi, man. Absolutely, man. <laughs> and you're too young for Coke too. Otherwise we'd go off on that. Cause yep. you don't probably remember. You, well, you definitely don't remember that. I don't know. I'm starting to like hockey now too. All of a sudden Roxy. It's, it's <laughs> happening. It's, I'm having this transformation. This is great. Oh my gosh. I'm so flustered. All right. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek. Star Wars. But I do like the most recent trilogy of Star Trek, but I'm a Star Wars guy all day. All right. We're two for two so far, sir. All right, go ahead. All right. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Uh, smooth. Oh. Thank you. One for you, one for me, Chuck. Okay. Uh, two for me. <laughs> Okay. Well, you like Star Wars too. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I love that this has suddenly become a competition. Scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> right. If yep. you could uh, host a game show, what would it be? Hmm. That's not really rapid fire, is it, Roxy? No, but that's okay. Okay. Sorry. Let's go Jeopardy. Okay. Nice. Yep. Yep. Cat person or dog person? Dog person. Okay. Right. Uranus jokes. Not funny or never not funny? Come on. Always funny. All right. Perfect. All right. Let's end with that one. All right, Tyler. Loved having you on. This has been great. Is there anything we can plug for you? How can we get in touch with you if you want to be gotten in touch with? Um, I'm going to be the shameless PR guy real quick. Absolutely. So um, follow Sanford Sports on all the social medias. We were the only D1 school in the country in the fall to win conference championships in football, women's soccer, and volleyball. Wow. And right now we're the only D1 school to be atop their basketball conference league standings in men's and women's. So uh, we win a lot here in Birmingham. So Sanford Sports, uh, if you want to follow my sports particular, it's football, women's basketball, and softball. Then if you want to follow my musings, it's at Tyler underscore brain on Twitter. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out here on this. Over or under? Over all day. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, we could definitely hang. Yep. You ever come up to New York City? Give us let a us shout know. out. Yeah, let us or know. Or if you all ever come down south, come on. Great. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks again, Tyler. We really appreciate the time. Thank you all. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And thank you, Tyler, for coming on to meet the Littles. I'm thrilled. Everything I'd want in a guest. Uh-huh. Like all my, all the, the Pepsi. That yeah. was the best part. <laughs> wow, you're going to get so many bromance emails. Simon, <laughs> Coke or Pepsi? I forget. To, Coke huh? or Pepsi? Neither. I Neither. don't drink fizzy drinks. You don't so. drink? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I knew there was something about yeah, that. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with a couple emails. We, uh, Steve Osbolt, episode two. He says, it's Culver's that is switching from Pepsi to Coke. Also, the size of the fries that McDonald's makes are actually called shoestring. Uh-huh. The next size up are three-eighths and are about the same size as the crinkle cut, but straight cut. Ah. What makes fries amazing is to fry them in beef tallow or lard, not vegetable oil, the way McDonald's did prior to 1990. Mm. Now, I'm sorry, Littles. Where else can you go to a podcast and get that kind of freaking information? (laughs) I mean, I'm still hooked on the the Coke Pepsi thing because that was where that conversation started. Yeah. Because someone gave me shit about that. They Uh were like, you know, oh... Poor, poor Chuck and his 12 friends, they're going to be upset. Culver's is changing from Pepsi to Coke. But seriously, that's some in-depth French fry information. That is. Oh, that's yeah. you can test that shoestring is thinner 
Gonna well, that's what I right? thought because that's why he was commenting because I said our Meet the Littles guest said shoestring. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I prefer McDonald's. Right. right. Or, you know, type yeah, yeah, cut. Yeah. What is your favorite cut? Ooh, that's uh, a new um, yeah, steak, steak fries. Steak fries? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah we mm-hmm. got to remember to keep chips. Asking, yeah. And we did the shoots the condiment out, right? Yeah. yeah. Those are our two. We have some new ones coming up too, mm-hmm. though. All right, then we heard from Rob Schneider, our last guest, episode 203, and it just said, subject saltine cracker challenge, vindicated, all in capitals. Okay? He does say, I have a strategy for success on this, but I don't like to talk about it until people have tried it. Happy to tell it to you, but I wouldn't divulge it to others, including your wife. So you can easily (laughs) beat them. Although Roxy is on the right track, so she's probably going to smoke you in this contest either way. (laughs) Episode 178 is talking about eating six saltine crackers in one minute, but he's wrong. They can be in your mouth, but you have to have nothing left in your mouth after 60 seconds. That's the problem. FYI, I have a long story about daring two friends into eating 100 Chicken McNuggets in an hour, and both people miserably failed, and there was a lot of vomit involved. (laughs) Now, I'm not saying number 178 is lying about this, but he is absolutely is lying about this. (laughs) Shots fired. I dare say you couldn't ingest 20 of them in five minutes without vomiting some or most of it back up. McNuggets can barely be defined as food. Now... Hold on a second. <laughs> Simon's face right now. All right. First 20, of all, maybe you could do that. Easily. Yeah. Easy. I've, I've done it. I've done it. I've done yeah, it. Yeah. I Absolutely. think I've done 20. They now have, if you have the McDonald's app, which mm-hmm. I sadly am admitting I do. That actually sounds really good right now. They now, every like every time they give you one of these offers, mm-hmm. it's usually like 20 piece McNuggets for $4.99. Now, I will say, the thing I have noticed is I do think... These McNuggets are smaller nah. than the older ones. Nah. Well, maybe these deal McNuggets are smaller. You've just grown over the years. No, nah, I think these are smaller. But anyway, I want to get to the most important part. Can we go back to the cracker challenge? Sure. Yeah. Simon. What? Do you think you could do that? Because I have crackers here. We could do oh, it right man. now. This is, a, this, this is the first I've heard of this cracker challenge. Oh, gosh. Six crackers, six it's saltine just, do crackers. do I want to do it? I know. That's the thing. But I, No water, right? No, no. water. I mean, how Absolutely. many calories is in a, in oh, a cracker? Oh, would you stop with the calories? <laughs> <laughs> How big is a cracker? I don't. I didn't measure it. It's probably two what by two, two by two. Yeah, two I'd say maybe two inches by two inches. I'm not guessing, guesstimating. Four square inches of cracker. Hmm. We're gonna go with no. That's <laughs> hard. No, I might. might I might. We'll let you point. know, Littles, yeah. what happens after. I, I wouldn't say no. No, I'll try it. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. We might. We might get it on tape. We'll okay. see. Okay. All right. Uh, what's next, Roxy? We heard from Adam Jameson, episode one forty two. In a recent episode, I thought I caught some discussion about Christmas lights and ambiance they give a room. We leave ours up year-round in the family room. He said a picture of that, too. Yeah. I I don't know. It's beautiful. Do you have company ever come over? I mean, do you get weird looks for that when they come in and see the Christmas tree up Mm -hmm. in June? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just, I'm asking. Yeah. We also had some lights around the TV on like, uh, what do you call this? Entertainment center or whatever. Yeah. So we had some like draped over there and Mm -hmm. that I think could be nice. Mm -hmm. And I remember in in college, that was the big deal to have like Christmas lights in your room. Yeah. Yeah. It's like twinkle lights. It's a tree. They keep it decorated as well. The picture looked like there was a tree up with Christmas lights Mm -hmm. on it. So that's. Oh, yeah. I I guess that's what Mm -hmm. it seemed like the email was. It's going to get dusty. Yeah, probably. How do you keep it clean? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you ever you clean a Christmas tree? No, because it's not out long. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah, then, true. If you leave it out the whole time, though, it's those bristles. You're gonna dust each individual yeah. stem. Of <laughs> I guess it's a lot of time. All right. Branch. I don't know. Um, All right, what's next, Simon? Okay, so we got a th- message from Tim Cree of episode 107. 
They say, why is Roxy taking the blame for elbowing that girl in kindergarten? And Did you hear about her this? Cry. Simon. I was a Roxy's bully. Roxy's a bully. Roxy was a bully. I, I buy that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That checks out. Yeah. <laughs> they then go on to say, obviously, that was her evil twin, Doxy, and she's just covering for her. Doxy has to live with her own mistakes at some point, Roxy. She's got to own it. You know, that's Tim. very enlightening because I've been covering up for Doxy all of every our day. lives. Yeah. Every day for when our I entire in, life. Yeah, so, me in the balls you and know, like, oh, I might have to sit her down and be like, listen, enough is enough. <laughs> I think I saw Doxy Pick up your own shit. <laughs> well, Doxy, yeah, we've discovered, is she's the one that wears the glasses. Roxy does not wear glasses. <laughs> she's wearing them. So now. Roxy's not with us right so now. This is Doxy. Well, Doxy, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roxy, what's next? All right, we heard from Greg Sheremita, episode 154. Morning, Chuck and Roxy. First, to correct Max, the commanders play in Maryland, not Virginia, much to the chagrin of the governor. However, their offices and training sites are in Virginia. Everyone in the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, despises the ownership. The three things I remember about kindergarten was nap time when we pulled out the mats, combined music class with the kindergarten class next door. We had a door between the two classes, which they would open and we would squish together. While one of the other teachers played the auto harp. And of course, snack time, which was graham crackers and milk. The first major news story I remember was John Glenn's trip around the earth. The one condiment I would shoot out of my finger would be ketchup. The old McDonald's French fries, they changed the type of oil they used in the 90s, waffle fries and steak fries with the skin on them. I vote we now call it Plagum's butter instead of peanut butter. I also vote for a MASH podcast. Watched it from 74 until the final farewell goodbye, amen. Only 149 episodes left until I'm caught up. Greg Sheremita, episode 154. All right. Well, again, Claire, I think you're onto something. Yes. With this MASH podcast. Thing. Yes. Because we've gotten a lot. Have you ever seen Watch MASH? MASH or Smash? MASH. <laughs> oh, that was such a millennial thing to say. <laughs> such a millennial. He's right, though. He's right. Yeah, that's true. I mm-hmm. forgot about Smash. Yeah. I, yeah like, but no, no I very was different about, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking MASH. Yes, I, I think I have seen a few episodes of MASH. But a few, not my great great grandfather was watching. See, yeah. Simon yeah. could do it with us because mm-hmm. I think this would be great because we've never really watched it. No. So we could do like a rewatchables, mm-hmm. I don't know, versus the old, I don't want to say old folk, I'm old, that have seen uh, every episode. Yeah. You know, that are like religious watchers uh-huh. type of thing. Yeah. All right. I think that demographic all have computers and listen to <laughs> podcasts for sure. Yeah. All right. Lee Gordon, episode 80. The reason you didn't cut yourself with the mandolin, but did with the knife. Could be because you were being careful with the mandolin. (laughs) (laughs) Or your knives may not be sharp enough. Dull knives are more likely to slip and cut you. Mm -hmm. Also, saltines are pretty good. I like them with milk. Interesting. Mm -hmm. All right, Roxy, what's next? All right, we heard from Ronnie Newmeyer. He says, hi, Chuck and Roxy. I caught up with the Scott Wilson and Rob Schneider episodes today. Great stuff. Wish you could be my guest for the Beatles Love Songs show I'm doing February 11th. Let me know anytime you'll be down this way. Chances are I'll have something going on. If you make it down this spring, you'll have to join us for one of our Rock and Roll Geezer softball pickup games. The players are mostly D.C. area musician pals who used to play in leagues with an average current age of 65, though we also get occasional 30 to 40 year olds. So there's a good bit of shuffling around the bases instead of sprinting, but lots of them can still hit well. And it's co-ed. Great fun. Hope you are doing well. See you soon. Number 190, Ronnie Newmeyer. All right. We have to, 
we have to get down there. Oh, that'd be awesome. Full disclosure, I kind of play in one of those leagues now. Yeah. Uh, It's in the fall. Mm -hmm. It's after the Broadway show league and all those other leagues are done. So there's not much softball. So I'm like the superstar of that league because I'm not even technically supposed to. It's 50 and above. And Uh I'm not quite there yet, but they they let me play. Mm -hmm. All right. Then we heard from Ritz and he says, hey, Chuck and Roxy, I am not sure if there is a Mayanus New York, as Max Megan said, but my brothers and I always laughed on family trips up I-95 when we went over the Mayanus River Bridge, which is near Greenwich, Connecticut. Having traveled I-95 many times going back and forth from college, it was big news when this happened in 1983, and he sent us an article about how the Mayanus River Bridge collapsed, actually. And he says, I remember when this happened, we all joked how carefully all the newscasters were saying the name of the bridge, opting for Mayanus rather than, well, you know. Needless to say, this caused a huge disruption in throughway traffic for months as vehicles were diverted through local streets and alternate routes. Ritz. Wow, just to avoid, avoid my anus. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you kind of, that's what you should do. You know, you should avoid it. Anyway. <laughs> All right, and then we just heard from John Scrimmon, episode TBD. This was just really sweet. Oh. He said, finally getting around to some of those loyal little podcast episodes. Kind of fun. So now oh. we're kind of kind of guys. Yeah, kind of. Nice. Yeah. That's now. a cute email. I like it. <laughs> All right. That's all the time we have for this episode of the Loyal Littles Podcast. Thank you all for joining us. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can go to our website, loyallittlespod.com, and check everything out over there. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, links. We've also got our fun new dumb questions you could send in. If you want to be a guest, come on. What are you waiting for? It's all there. It's all there. And don't forget, if you do listen to us on Apple and iTunes to give us a nice rate and review over there, that's so appreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the Adam Ferrar podcast says, Mr. Logarithm really appreciates that. Yeah. As do we. Yeah. So, Simon, thank you so much oh my God. for being here. So much fun. At the table. I know. Yes. At the table. In real life. Rich, you're next. We got to make this happen. Uh huh. All right. Then thank you, Tyler Brain, for coming on to meet the Littles and Daniel Ford and Sean Morrissey this week for our bumpers. All right. And most importantly, don't forget if you need fog free eyewear, go to fogfreeeyewear.com. If you need a grip for your stick, go to gripyourstick.com. <laughs> I heard you give it a shot. What is it actually? Stickgrip.com. <laughs> I like yours. This <laughs> But the most important thing is, though, if you are out shopping online tonight, don't forget to use the code. Is it a coda? Coda. coda. Code. Use the code. Code. Coda. Code. Just use it. Little. Yeah. Use no it. schwa. Yeah. Bye. Pepsi.
The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Jimmy Fallon. No, not Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I can see that. Though. No, yeah, a little bit. And then I was like, oh my God, that's Eric Lonergan. Oh, yeah.